Do you remember how to do this? No, I don't, actually. Because I always do this, and then let's see if I don't mess it up. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another very late episode of Rhythm and Booze with Mikey and Nikki. I'm Mikey. And I'm Nikki. And I nailed it that time. And this is a podcast <laughs> where we talk about all the things we do in our life, which is all that stuff, dance, Lindy Hop, uh, uh, burlesque, burlesque. Uh, roller skating, uh, tights, uh, leotards. <laughs> things have I, changed a little. <laughs> things have changed a little bit. Uh, I know the difference. Ask me the difference. We'll get into that later. Uh, we haven't been back for a while. The last time we were out here uh, and doing this thing, we were talking to Jonathan Stout. I believe four hours. Yeah, I believe some people are still talking to Jonathan Stout <laughs> right now. Uh, it was love awesome, that though. guy so much, but he he warned us before. He did, yeah. yeah he was like, like, "What's your time limit?" Yeah, <laughs> no time limit. <laughs> Mistake. Uh, no, it was awesome. It was awesome, and I, we've heard a lot of people talk about uh, all the things they heard, even the little K-pop number. That I forgot oh. about, and then someone brought up, and it, it took me two weeks to find. <laughs> it's a lot to skim through. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that was my favorite part, I think, of the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, here's a funny thing about what happened that night. Uh, you were there. Jonathan I was, was here. over here. Yeah. Uh, you guys had access to your drinks on the table for <laughs> most of it. Yeah, we did. I didn't. I was back over here where, where Planty is right here. And I w- could not. If you watch the video version, which nobody has except for me, I'm constantly peeking at it <laughs> over I'm just like it's so close but so far but i couldn't because it'd be, it'd be like right between both of you and super awkward yep. but um yep <laughs> little did i know the that the recording didn't really do its thing yeah. and so i could have done it anyways you could have but it's okay and and something came out of that video that hasn't been released yet or that podcast yeah, and that Jonathan did a whole tutorial oh on the punch yeah. that we were drinking, and oh we yeah. have video of that. That was really good. It was a really good punch. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do two edits of that one. I'm going to do one edit where it's going to be 30 seconds long, and I'll put some lo-fi beats over it because <laughs> that's what we do now. Uh, uh-huh. And the second one will just be him talking the whole time for all the, <laughs> all the cocktail nerds. Uh, people will love that video. People will love that video. Uh, people will love this video. And yeah. speaking of that, we are going to be on, on YouTube. We're going to push this back on there, and we're going to do um, all the good things. I, I, I had a sudden panic attack, but I'll tell you after I say it. Uh, if you want to catch us more, please subscribe and, and review and rate us on Spotify and Google Play and uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yep. Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're everywhere you want to be. Uh, the reason <laughs> why I was going to slightly panic is because I... I was like, did I need to upkeep? Uh, do we still have all that stuff? I was like, yes, it doesn't go away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you not pay the subscription? No, I did. I did a lot. A long, I think so. Jesus. Uh, I think that we're both super excited to be doing this again. And the reason that we don't have a guest this time is that so much has happened since the last time we did this. And life has kind of skyrocketed in this new way and we have not had a moment we've we've literally said okay we're gonna do the podcast and then that day 500 things happen we're like we're not gonna do the podcast a fire starts <laughs> lightning strikes <laughs> twice in the same spot like all the things that possibly could happen happens yes so i think um we've missed this i know mm-hmm. i have For and sure. we do want to have more guests on uh, we've been thinking about that and talking Absolutely. about that, and we'll get there. But we thought that this time it would be important just to like actually catch up. Not necessarily, and like we don't need to catch up. No, we didn't catch up. Uh, we uh, literally like, see each like, other every how, day. How are you doing? Ever since <laughs> I was over at that camera and came back. <laughs> 
But so much has happened that uh, we feel is relatable, not only in our lives, but mm-hmm. with your lives. And, and I don't know, maybe we can all have a little therapy session yeah. here together. Well, <laughs> well, we tried to do it yesterday and it ended up being like, okay, we're going to go do this thing and then we're going to come back and then do it. And then it ended up, we talked a whole bunch while doing this thing. And when we came back, we're like, well, we just had our therapy session. So (laughs) we can't really do it now. But now, a whole nother day with a whole new set of things happened today. So Yeah, so what are we drinking tonight? What are we drinking? We are drinking Hibiki Harmony Whiskey uh, from the Suntory Company. This is one of the best whiskeys I've ever had in my entire life. And that says a lot because I I, I used to, I still drink a lot. So... (laughs) Um, but this also is really, really cool because this is one of the ones that we found when we went to in Tokyo, Tokyo yeah. in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Amore and Lulu in, in Japan and Tokyo. Uh, go Olympics. <laughs> Have you been watching? Sports. Yeah. I saw fencing. And you saw fencing? Swimming. I saw the swimming one. And, I, I and just feel skateboarding, like women's skateboarding. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was dope. That was cool. I feel like they're out there for like half a minute and they're done. It's so fast. Yeah. yeah. They're amazing. Uh, so this whiskey is super good. But also we did this. Uh, uh, I got this idea, as I always do, from my barber. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Cutthroat. Uh, he smoked some Palo Santo, which is this stuff right here, and then put the cup over it. And so it kind of like fumigated the cup a little bit. Smoky. Smoky. And then we poured the whiskey on top. No ice. Cheers. Cheers. I feel like I'm racing through this. So uh, forgive me for <laughs> speaking so fast. No, I, I feel don't like think so. <laughs> how do I? <laughs> You're doing great. Oh, thank you so much. I'll drink some. Okay, so since we did this last, we bought a business together. Yes. That is called Atomic Danceware. Yes. And Not Dan's La Dan's. No, formerly Dan's La Dan's yes. with a S. If you've ever been to Atomic Ballroom, there, it's in this big building with a bunch of other suites in there. And on the other end, the J Suite, for the last 15 years, was a place called Dan's La Dance. And we've always been aware. They've been aware of us. And then they came over one day. Yeah, they stopped into the skate shop. We were working the desk. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they said, you should buy my business. Yeah. <laughs> and my first thought was like, no. Oh, hell no. The last thing in the world I want right now is mm-hmm. to take on exactly. another business. This is not happening. Let's go humor them. And this was, I believe, at the beginning of April, end of... Yes, beginning of April. End of March? Is that, that what that comes would before, be before April? April. Yeah. I think it was <laughs> yeah. end of March. I think it was end of March because we did definitely have a whole month. We did. And it was a month of back and forth. Mm-hmm. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? How are we going to do this? How are do we they like me work? enough? <laughs> I have the money they want. They loved Mikey. Yeah. Uh, so what happened uh, was the owners of Dance La Dance decided they wanted to retire. Sarah and Audrey. Sarah and Audrey, the the sweetest little ladies that ran the store yeah, they were for amazing. 15 years. And it made sense for them to come to us. They saw what we were doing with the skate shop and mm. they were impressed. And, um, and the ballroom being there the for ballroom. so long. Yeah. And, and they gave us this amazing opportunity. And it was one of those things that we just couldn't pass up not even close like i remember when they i was outside when they walked into the store and i was like they're gonna sell it i knew it in, mm-hmm. in like inside me i'm filming everything outside while looking over my shoulder like filming the roller skaters outside and i look over my shoulder i'm like they're gonna they're gonna sell it right now they're gonna sell it and i was like oh. and then i walked in i was like tell me everything 
And then we throw out numbers, and I was like, I have that number. I was like, yeah. I want to be involved. I kind of, yeah. I kind of went like, I'm in. <laughs> you did, and it was perfect timing because uh, we would not or could not have done it without you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Mikey's like legit partner in I did this. It. Yeah, I, I did keep it. calling him boss. I think he really likes it. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> does. He definitely does. This guy right here. <laughs> um. But when we took it over, we didn't know if maybe we would move the skate shop over there because it's right next door. Yeah. We, we didn't, didn't know, know if we were just going to liquidate all of the, the product that we had in there and just kind of call it a day. Uh, we, I didn't know the difference between tights, leggings, and leotards. Yes. And it's their business model very much supports ballet, tap, jazz, uh, mostly young kids. I would say, I would say uh, under, the, un, under the teens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like little kids come in there and it's the cutest thing ever. But now <laughs> after being there for a couple months mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I sat there at the desk for two months, for almost, sure. almost two months, almost sure. two months straight, just taking notes mm-hmm. from everybody who came in, <laughs> asking the parents what they wanted, <laughs> what they wish we carried. If you ever want to get in somebody's good side, like uh, favor towards the thing that they know or they, they feel they know more of than you. So you're like, I felt this the first time. And I was telling you that I was like, I'm sitting there talking to all the customers as they come in. And it's, it's of course, a a lot of parents. uh, And they're already strange. Like, there's a guy here. (laughs) Yeah, where's Audrey and Sarah? Yeah, where's Audrey and Sarah? And uh, and, uh, the the idea that I'm like, yeah, I'm the new owner. Please tell me everything you know, because I barely know it. And they're like, let me tell you a thing or two. (laughs) And they kind of stick around for 10 minutes and tell you all the cool things. And yeah. that was the best way to learn. Yeah, it, it's been amazing. And it's a completely different world. We've been in the adult dance business for mm-hmm. so long that, you know, we don't get to see little kids and tutus. No, I don't like that. And it's so cute because these little little kids, they like come bounding out of the car <laughs> and like pirouetting through the parking lot <laughs> and into the store. And it's so cute. And you haven't lived until you've seen Mikey fit a little girl for ballet shoes. It's so cute. (laughs) It's the best little thing in the world because they're like, you're so stinky, but so cute. Get up and dance. Get up and dance now. (laughs) It's It's so cute. Adorable. And it's it's been really rewarding, Mm -hmm. I think, in in a new way. And it's been really fun so far to learn a new industry. From scratch. And we're being really positive, one, because we need to be, but also because we choose to be. Like, we we know, we're, we'll get into the nitty gritty, as it were, in a, in a little bit. But the, the thing about learning a new whole new industry is that uh, it's, it's all brand new. And it can all be kind of absorbed. And, and, like, imagine you being a beginner dancer again. But like knowing a little bit, extra, little bit something, maybe maybe the side like parallel to it, and then you go into this field and you're like, oh, I am brand new to this, and then you start soaking it up, and that like invigorates you to keep pushing forward, and that's that's what I felt through this whole process for the last. It's only been three months. God, it's only been three months. Mm-hmm. So they came, <laughs> they came to us in in the beginning of April, end of March, and uh, May first rolled around, and we were oh the brand God. new owners. May first. Hold on, I like I haven't wrapped my head around this. Well, it was May third, actually. Yeah. Okay. So we did a Vegas trip mm-hmm, for your birthday for my birthday, which was April thirtieth. So we were literally signing contracts yes. remotely to make this all happen. Hashtag DocuSign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Vegas, like hurry up, let's finish. We gotta 
go to dinner or whatever it, it was. was. It was it was right after we had a shit ton of mimosas and went shopping. And we're like, uh, I'm, um, <laughs> do I do it with my finger? And I'm just like trying my best to figure this whole thing out. Yes. Yeah. That was so much fun. It was so fun, but it terrifying at the same time. Because like Absolutely. I said, I was like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. But I'm so glad we did. Me too. And for sure. I feel like we've learned so much already and there's so much that we haven't even touched. Here's the thing that happens in the, the dance store world. Mm -hmm. Everybody comes in and asks for a discount. <laughs> Everybody. Because they come in and they go, I'm from a dance studio. Truth. Can I have a discount? And we're Truth. like, well, isn't that the point? Yeah. Isn't everybody from a dance? Like, you wouldn't walk into Nordstrom's and be like, I wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a discount? It's <laughs> exactly it. But the closest thing you could feel to it is like, give me the friend discount, you know, for the friend discount. And we all yeah. know that as artists now, like, and, and small business owners, that it's like, actually, that's not the point. You're just a wait for the sale if you want to. But like, you know, you go for it. It's yeah. sort of like being in a strip club. Explain yourself. Strip clubs. <laughs> you have lap dances. You can either pay for one uh -huh. or you wait until the DJ says, all right, this next song is going to be two for one, two for one, two songs. <laughs> come up and you, you pay for one song, but you get two songs because each song is about a minute. Okay. So really, you know, in the long term of it all, you just end up lonely in a home. and <laughs> <laughs> Just like a small business. Thank well, you. Everybody. That took a turn. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I you're, you're absolutely right. I, it's a very strange thing. Um, uh, you walk into a new community and they have a whole set of rules that make yeah. sense to them. Mm -hmm. and, and you see why, but also now you see why in front and then behind, you're like, ah, uh, that isn't, well, okay, well, for you, I'll give you that yeah, 10%. Yeah. <laughs> for you, just for you, my friend. Just may, for you. May, 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 oh, Sarah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's been a bit of a learning curve for us uh, in this new industry, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, luckily, we had some experience. Yeah. Because just not even a year before. Not even. We're rolling up. To, we're still rolling up to it. We're still rolling August, up to a year. August 22nd. Uh, we opened a skate shop. Mm -hmm. And had we not opened the skate shop, this whole thing would have been so incredibly daunting, but it wasn't. I mean, it was in its own ways, but it wasn't because, like, you had put in so much time in the last 12 months or I guess 10 months really yeah. studying up and watching all the YouTube videos on what taxes mean. <laughs> watching <laughs> and a YouTube video and then going back to the tax yeah, form yeah. and watching the YouTube video <laughs> and going back to the tax form. Or trying to figure out a B2B, which is that's how you order stuff wholesale. Yeah. And well, like there's, the, I, I learned a whole, there's a whole process. Mm -hmm. So you got your, to get your seller's account. I mean, there's ju it's just a whole thing. And luckily, we had done that all mm -hmm. to open Atomic Skate Exchange, which came about as, I don't know, kind of on a whim. I went to coffee with my sister. It was supposed to be this first. This was yeah, so I got really plant into business. plants. If you can I see. I mean, who didn't? Let's be honest. <laughs> I know. It's like, you're my only friend's plants. And these are my, well, you can't, if you're watching the video, you can see these are the babies that are propagating back here but i got really into plants and we had this extra private lesson dance studio and i went to mm -hmm. coffee with my sister and i was like hey, let's do a plant of the month club and we started 
crunching numbers and she was like no <laughs> she's like you know you have to open a skate shop but what about these ideas what about these skate ideas what about this exchange idea what about this yeah and she's so good at that she's <laughs> amazing yeah so this is yvonne marvin that we're talking about uh my sister-in-law and the whole skate exchange idea was her idea mm-hmm. and <laughs> Sorry. Don't, forget, don't forget the microphone is still in front of you. Take it with you. <laughs> um, so I came home that day from that coffee and I set up the entire business. And, and the next day we were picking out paint colors and yep. moving stuff around and you, making it happen. And I have these pictures of you on the floor of your house with three sets of skates that you had at the time. You had two Moxies, a gold one and the purple one that you still have right now. Mm-hmm. Purple, it's a different color. It's not really purple. Fuchsia. Fuchsia, right? And then you had the... At the time, I could not tell you what these names were or nor what colors they were or anything. But now I look back, I'm like, oh, I know that was a moxie. I was like, that was the gold one. That's the called a lolly. And there's the other lolly. But this is the first lolly before she had the second lolly. And then these sugar ones, these sugar ones are stardust and they're gold because she likes <laughs> gold. So there you go. And you had all three of them in front of you and you were just kind of playing and trying to figure it out. And like at the time, you wanted to like change a plate mm-hmm. and we couldn't figure it out. And like we tried for like the next day after like so much, like just pushing and trying to like run it through. And then finding people to like teach us how to do it. And then mm-hmm. like, oh, we know this now. Yeah. It's like so strange to think of like a year ago now we were painting and trying to figure out skates. It's crazy. It's crazy. And the other thing is that Shesha was so ingrained in mm-hmm. the skate community and had been putting in the time and the effort before the pandemic to get to know people in the skate scene at right. the adult night at, at Fountain Valley that he'd made these connections already. Mm-hmm. So... When it came time to actually get people involved, we had Leo Mm -hmm. and Marsha who were so excited to jump on board. And a few months down the line, Leo's teaching classes Mm -hmm. and he's bringing out these local skate legends and they're jumping on board with us as well. And it just kind of snowballed. It was just the perfect timing, like the perfect storm of everything happening that pushed a, a large community of skaters that did primarily indoors, mm-hmm. pushed them outside, just like the rest of us because of the pandemic. It's like, what are we going to do? Well, let's go outside and then figure it out out there. And then the community rallying around each other over and over again, just being like, there's a good place to skate. There's a smooth spot. You bring your leaf blower. I'll bring my, <laughs> my uh, escoba. It's bro. Okay. And, and we'll, we'll dust this whole place off and we'll make it skatable. And yeah. I think the whole community did that, and so did we, with offering these free lessons, which we still are, still are at the mm-hmm. at the shop. And it offers accessibility, but only that. Not only that, it offers a place for somebody to just go out and skate with other people. Yeah, which is like the thing we all missed during the last year. Well, it. I mean, we had so many dancers who were coming to us, and this is where the the exchange idea came up. Uh, we had so many. Dancers that were coming to Shesha and I asking where to get skates because mm-hmm. when we decided to do all this, there was a worldwide skate shortage. Still is pretty much. Yeah, because everybody during the pandemic, mm-hmm. just like bikes, just had like workout equipment, yeah. got into skating. Exactly. And so and the supply chain was like cut in half. Yeah. Do you remember what we were doing? For we were scouring. Oh yeah, yeah. For Facebook Marketplace every used, day. Yep used skates and we were going driving all over from orange county to la to we went to the valley once to get it we did Mm -hmm. yeah panthers to get a pair of uh, roller skates that we could offer and we gathered enough skates that we 
could actually open. We opened August 22nd. 22nd. I just checked it last night. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. And mm-hmm. here we are again. We're like a year later and I'm still having a hard time finding <laughs> skates. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, just like with everything else in the world, everything is going to do a shortage. Like the, the there's n- not enough people that can make them. And the people that can go back to work are choosing not to go back to work, which is an uh, individual thing. It's not, not anything to bash on, but it does shorten the supply chain. Uh, like computer chips for cars or yeah. lumber or buffalo wings. Of which we're pretty much like half think, responsible for. Yeah, I think it's our fault. We ate a shit ton of buffalo wings during the last year. <laughs> we ha- we have a little ritual when we've had a really long day, yeah. <laughs> a really hard day. Uh, we call this place called the Cut, mm-hmm. and either I can call or Mikey can call, and we start to say our order, and they go, "Is this for Mike?" Yeah. <laughs> I give my name as Mike when I go to restaurants because I think it's funny. Uh, but that's the only thing. And <laughs> but we go there constantly and we always get wings and that's why we have a wing shortage. <laughs> wings and skates. Wings that's and skates. <laughs> but I think uh, here's, here's an important thought and I'll get back to it again uh, after we talk a little bit more about this. Um, there's something really good about learning something new. There's something really good about being a beginner again. And I feel mm-hmm. like we've said that plenty of times in our dance life and, and, and in classes and said it to people like with inspiring feelings behind it. And they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. it makes me feel good. But I can't say I've actually felt that before. The only other time that I've ever felt like a beginner or something or somebody that's like, like soaking up knowledge is when I'm hanging out with friends or people that I feel are going to be friends for like my life where I'm like, I'm learning so much from you and I'm just asking questions. Like mm. over and over, and I'm just like, we could talk about anything because if you know a thing, like I want, I want to hear it, and and if you feel passionate about it, I definitely want to hear it, and hopefully vice versa, you'll want to feel that from me. And I think in this whole skating and uh, dancewear stuff, uh, I've learned so much from the people who've come in, mm-hmm. our customers, our now staff that are way better at it than us, mm-hmm. but that we had to teach them how to like get to that point and use their knowledge properly or like in a way that we felt was good. And I think it's all cyclical that way. It's all, it's all go- wraps up uh, on itself again. And yeah. I feel like us as people have to learn that a little bit more that like it's not the peace and understanding necessarily. It's more that like, do you know a thing that, that I don't? And, and am I going to feel as passionate about it as you do? Mm-hmm. Because then we can do this back and forth. And that's one of the big things that we did. We found it in both places. First, the skate shop with telling people, hey, we're brand new. I just learned how to do these wheels. Can I teach you? And I'll show you and you'll do it with me. Yeah. At the dance store, hey, we're brand new. You know about tights, and and a mom would say like, I never danced in my life, but I've seen them for five years, and I could tell you all this. <laughs> yeah. And we learn that, and we regurgitate that back out. I know that's a weird word to say, but like exactly that same feeling back out to the public, and and it it comes back at us again. It's just like a free flow of knowledge and 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 passions back and forth. So while we don't have time to like really do a lot of the things that make us passionate in the old world but we have a new passion now and that's feeding the soul a little bit more every day. Yeah. It's, it's been really fun to see, like I mentioned, Mikey fitting little girls for ballet slippers, but also, um, we spend a lot of time with our customers that Mm. come in at the skate shop and we usually, uh, sit down on the ground with them Mm. and we talk about all the details and, um, 
Mikey will spend an hour <laughs> with one customer talking every little deep detail about the skates. And I remember mm. when we first started, how scared you were. Oh, yeah, totally. About talking about skates. Mm -hmm. And now you've got such like a wealth of knowledge of the different brands and styles and yeah. why a boot versus a low top and yeah. all this <laughs> stuff and why indoor wheels versus outdoor wheels <laughs> and explaining it and teaching people how to change their wheels and bearings. And uh, it's been really, really cool to share that um, with you. It's like I, I knew a lot because I grew up in a skating rink, but I'm still learning exactly. as we go. And exactly. I remember on um, on Christmas Eve, remember, we built my brother's skates. Oh, yeah, <laughs> on Christmas Eve. <laughs> on Christmas Eve, yeah. we're like, let's build skates for my brother. That was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. like cutting up our hands. Yeah. And like <laughs> you could check out on Instagram because I made a video of the whole process. Mm -hmm. And really, it was all a, she did most of it. Like, I was scared to, like, do the drill through the shoe. I was like, what am I fucking up? And you were like, give me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Moving on. <laughs> well, I think that, when you when you like go for it mm -hmm. and it's kind of like everything it's kind of the way i live my life like you you choose to take take risks and mm -hmm. you throw yourself at something to figure it out in the moment and it it's just like that like we built those skates from scratch and now i'm not afraid of taking skates apart exactly. and seeing how they work because i know how they fit together because mm -hmm. i built them from scratch and you, you know you did too and i think that that's kind of like building these businesses mm -hmm. from scratch. It's the same thing. Like you just, we don't always know what we're doing, <laughs> but we, we throw ourselves at it wholeheartedly and we, we fake it till we make it. And, exactly. and, but then um, we, we tell the people that that's exactly yeah. what we felt. We don't hide the secret. Right. There's no reason to act like an expert if you're exactly. not, it, it's okay to be humble and mm -hmm. say where you are. And there's a lot of growth that comes from that. Yeah. that journey and i don't know it's 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 funny i'm like seeing how all the pieces fit together right now as, yep. <laughs> as we're saying it it's a good therapy <laughs> session can't yeah. afford it don't want that better help start a podcast <laughs> i've missed this yeah <laughs> cheers cheers it's been too long i was dead air uh, while we took a drink. Uh, <laughs> they all know. It, yeah, it's know. like break time for everybody. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> drinks. Everybody now. drinks with us. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Um, but it's. I, I think you're having the same kind of like like little mind mm -hmm. like connections, the same thing I am as well. And I feel the, the, the idea of humble, I think, has been like excluded from my vocabulary for a very long time mm. because I didn't... It's not that I didn't agree with it. It's just like I don't agree with the full definition of it. But I think... Um, telling somebody you just met that you're like, I just started skating or I, I just started this place two months ago with, with like this little bit of money that I had. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's that little bit of like, here's who I really am. And then you see if that person in front of you, whether they're a customer or not, or just another person in, in life, like seeing how they react to it, you can then make a connection and then you have an experience. And that's the difference is like a lot of these other big chains, I, I'm not talking about skate or dance wear. I'm just talking about everything in the mm -hmm. world. Like they need to make the sale quick. They need to go quick to the next person. And, and that's an American way of living. And I, and I totally am totally fine with it. I know how to navigate and my man your way through everything. <laughs> um, but I think in our situation, this small shop, this small like mom and pop place that is a skate shop or a dance wear shop, that's what we can offer. Yeah. That all these bigger places can't afford to. 
mm-hmm. because we can offer an experience. And like, it was the best thing. COVID came out and we got this little like place, probably like maybe 150 square feet, you know, of, of like showroom and like, and, and then the, the, the point of sale. Yeah. <laughs> the counter yeah. like all that area it's like 150 square feet and like we can it's only tiny. let one mm-hmm. or two people in at the beginning yeah we had a two-hour line to we get did. in that first day that yeah, we opened we up mm-hmm. the first weekend and that's what we can offer is like you know what it's okay there's a line because i'm in here with you and if you want to know things that i know then i'm going to give that to you and hopefully you can make the best decision for that mm-hmm. i can't believe that we are where we are yeah like we look bigger and more corporate than we are you know what i (laughs) mean like we're we're so small time Uh but our our outward appearance appearances that we're larger than life and i think a lot of it like especially for the skate shop has to do with michelle stokes who designed our logo and like just hit it out of the park and it expresses exactly what we wanted to but something Mm -hmm. about that logo like attached people to us uh, right out of the gates Mm -hmm. and they like, I don't know, felt a connection to it and wanted to be a part of it. And uh, a lot of people, even when we were brand new, didn't realize we were brand new. And they're just like, I just found you guys. And it's like, Oh, we just just last week. popped up. What (laughs) What are you talking about? Yeah. So uh, when I think back about um, the past year and as difficult as it has been, Mm. I am so proud of what we've built and where we are. And we are by no means out of the woods. Like, mm. I mean, we'll get into that more, but uh, I can't believe it hasn't even been a year. Not like, yet. we keep talking about this and it keeps coming up. There's something about July. Yep. July and my life over the past 10 years has been more than 10 years, 12 years, has been a really re- like a big time of change mm-hmm. and like my my when we bought atomic ballroom it was july 2008 mm-hmm. i was very pregnant <laughs> and then several years later we took on fullerton ballroom which failed miserably for a multitude of reasons <laughs> that we don't need to get into one day we will not but i mean there was that that happened in july like mm-hmm. i i keep seeing these memories come up on, you know, Facebook shows you memories. Yeah, and it's exactly. supposed to be like happy times. But I look at them and I'm like, oh, my God, like July. There's a, I see the same thing in Fullerton, like gutting, painting, mm-hmm. cleaning, organizing. Throwing things away. Throwing things away. And then I look at the memories from last year doing the same thing mm-hmm. at the same time. And then this year doing the same, like we just finished painting yeah. in the dancewear store. Exactly. It's just like there's something about this type of year that, I mean, I've never been one to like follow astronomy, astrology and, and you know, all these mm-hmm. things. But I find myself leaning more towards my horoscope <laughs> <laughs> as I get older. And it's totally true. And it resonates. And I don't know. It's just it's really interesting. If you were to call like the summertime as a season another name. Taking in consideration everything you just mm-hmm. said about your history in the last mm-hmm. 12, let's say 15 years now, mm-hmm. what could you call it for you personally instead for of For me? Mm-hmm. Mm. Growth. Mm. Reinvention. Reinvention is what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. 
It just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know what, it can go even further if you take it past the kind of entrepreneurial spirit that you have as well, is that if we take it into like the artistic world of what initially got us to the points where we are, is the dance world. Harangue is around this time. Yeah, you know? July. Yep. ILHC is around this time. Camp Hollywood, Camp Hollywood used to be, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's so much little things. And like, and like even further is like Beantown is around the same time. And then there's the, I'm missing the other one that is also around the same time as Camp Hollywood now. And it's, I think it's New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Something like uh, that. Yeah, I know the what people, you mean. The people from Rochester took it over. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There's like there's a lot of energy in summer. There's this when I did my yoga training, it was this time of year too. There you go. Yeah. See, there's there's so much. So I think reinvention is is probably one of the best ways to describe it. Mm. And and let's take it back a little further on a lighter note. Summertime is that time you get to like refigure out yourself and then go back to school as a new person. That's true. So yeah. that's like that's yeah. what we do every time. Maybe it's like ingrained in us. Yeah, I think it really is. And and and, and there's a lot of things, especially that I've seen over this past year. Um, a couple years like with you and your kids like that summertime is like really important because you're like I have one two less things to worry about yeah in the sense of like going to school and doing that thing and then coming home and picking up you know like Uh it's you could take them to work with you or you can leave them home now they're older like it's there's a whole bunch of little extra little bits that come now as the years progress Mm -hmm. with summertime and I think reinvention is definitely the key to it like that's exactly what I was thinking in my head I was like yeah sounds like reinvention do you feel that way too? Fuck yeah. Yeah. I don't think I put enough stock into um, b- myself to like mm. g- to to say that maybe three or four years ago, but I think now for sure. As I I've probably said it many times on this podcast, like I feel like I've had a lot of energy and I I, I focused it onto one or two things at a time for years. And that could go both ways, negative and positive. But I think for the positive parts, it was a lot of dancing. It was a lot of getting myself to the things I wanted to do, mm-hmm. applying for the jobs that I wanted to get to. And I think now I've, or rather then, I knew around 2016, 2017, like I so clear in my head that like, okay, it's time. Before I get upset about this passionate thing I wanted to have, mm-hmm. wanted to do for so long, I need to take all that energy while it's still good and focus on something else. I remember thinking to myself, I was like, okay, 2018 is the last year I'm going to like do big travel gigs. I've been doing it now for like five or six years where I've been leave for a year at a time or yeah. like months at a time. And, and I want to refocus it. And I, but I didn't know what. And I tried mm. a couple of things and they didn't work out. And I was like discouraged. And then you gave me the chance because of Inspiration Weekend and I was kind of already on the like, outside looking in uh for the ballroom mm. and then you gave me the chance you're like well you should just come in here and be an admin like you just need to learn the system and i was like what <laughs> my first initial thought was like no that sounds like a horrible idea like i can't do that <laughs> like that's stupid like also like money's involved bad idea but he was already doing it yeah. like you'd come hang around As atomic a- and like <laughs> reorganize yeah. the entire place and be like can i pay you for that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly and i think it's 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 sort of this strange imposter syndrome that we talked about a few times before, but I think at the same time, it's like I had this idea of what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I had no idea what that idea was. I just knew it was an idea. Mm. And so when you came along, you're like, here's the idea. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm looking at this thing. I don't know. I can't see it. I'm looking at that thing over there. I'm like, no, no, don't bug me. Like that's, and then I realized, wait, 
like it's sort of that old um, proverb of like the the person drowning in the ocean is like save me God, you know, and like send three boats over mm-hmm. and like dies and like I send you three things like come yeah. on why don't you take it like obviously I'm sending you signs right. like whether it's a higher being or the universe or chaos that makes sense like whatever you want to think of it is exactly back that same thing you had this thing that you're super passionate about and you wanted to share it with me and I, d- I don't know if like I could have ever expected it but I'm so glad I did because it yeah. one led to the next, to the next, right. the next experience, to the next feeling, to the next learning, learning times. Yeah. I, well, I think that it all kind of happened at the same time too. And, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, so we're talking about atomic ballroom and for a long time I was raising my kids mm-hmm. and I wasn't involved because I was, you know, needed. I was, I was stay at home mom and, and a dancer. Yeah. And so we had a full staff that ran atomic ballroom and, after the whole Fullerton thing happened. Fullerton fiasco. Fullerton fiasco. That's almost what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. All you're reading somewhere. my mind. That's, yeah. too, that's too somewhere. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> uh, after the whole Fullerton fiasco, um, I came back in as like manager owner mm-hmm. of Atomic and like had the reins and started to gear things towards how I wanted them to be, how I always wanted them to Mm -hmm. be, because for so long I wasn't, I didn't really have a say Mm -hmm. in the studio and what I wanted. And it made so much sense to bring you on because you were were so on the same page Mm -hmm. of so many things all the time. And we had the same vision of where we wanted to go. And God, it's been such a just fucking awesome time the past several years. Obviously last year doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> last year doesn't count at all even then we did some great things we did and, and i think the discouraging part is that right before everything went down we were like planning Ugh. really big ideas finally. yeah and then but the thing is is as we can we can feel that way about that past because that happened and there's no changing that but the thing is is right now we're doing those big things in a whole different way too we're trying plus, to yeah plus more you know yeah and for as much as a um, sore subject it may be, these nights that we began having on Tuesdays, which is the vaccination-only nights, mm-hmm. plus having a live band every two weeks is going to be a huge kick in the pants for the, for the whole community because Los Angeles, is Los Angeles, Orange County, and partially San Diego, and a little bit Riverside, too, like is one of the biggest swing dance scenes in the country, in, in the United States. Like I'm sure there's other ones that are like uh, like have a better turnout, but for as many people that live in this su- Southern California area, we have the biggest turnaround for all these dancers. Like Lindy Groove alone has always had pulled in at least 300 people uh, every week mm-hmm. in the old world, yeah. and I'm sure they're gonna get back there one day again as well. For sure, it's we talk a lot about the old world. And the new world, and this is so uncharted territory, and mm. there's things that we have to do to survive, and there's there's no knowing what tomorrow brings, and I think that um, as business owners, that's the scary thing, is mm-hmm. that, that we're not out of the woods. We still don't know what to do. We're still doing our best to get by. We're still trying to make people happy and accommodate and man it's it's tough to navigate and especially uh you know it's one thing to be a business owner it's another thing to be an artist and all of this too and kind of find your place and 
I think that's something that we've both kind of been struggling with a yeah. little bit because work has definitely taken over yeah. <laughs> life yeah. in every way. And I mean, like this podcast, which which was kind of like a release. It was something fun for us to do. Uh, and then we got to a point where we just couldn't. Mm -hmm. I get why people go through seasons of podcasts as opposed to like, mm. there's some podcasts like that I listen yeah. to where like they don't go through seasons. They just keep going. They just mm -hmm. like found a way to yeah. just like make it a thing that they do. But I, I think for us, this was this was the reserve energy. This was right. like the extra little bit that we're like, cool. We don't have to monetize this. We don't do anything about it mm -mm. other than just get on the microphone, which we already knew how to do, and play with it. And yeah, we fucked up a lot. Rather, I fucked up a lot. Like <laughs> you did great. I mean, I learned a lot. Yeah. And I and and I know it was probably uh, uh, struggling on other ends to hear like how like it doesn't sound that great. Also, that that should be higher. Or maybe why does that <laughs> here? These don't match up. But I fake I, it till you make fake it. Fake it till <laughs> I make it. Absolutely. Where's the YouTube video that teaches me how to sync up audio and video? <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, I, I, but I think it's, it's, those were our reserves before. And like, we have that kind of memory. So when we get home from work or like spending the whole day at the dance, dance store, or like being at all three places on a Saturday, we're like, yeah, we'll do it Saturday. Yeah, Saturday sounds good because Saturday's usually a chill night off. Like, mm -hmm. all right, cool. We get home, we're like, fuck no. that. <laughs> Turn the hot tub, we're gonna drink a bottle of wine. Salad and chicken yeah. wings. <laughs> <laughs> You can always tell the difference between a, a hard day and a very fucked up day because a hard day just has one lun, little lunch box of chicken wings. And those double days, though, oh, that was a fucked up day mm -hmm. right there. That's when we get the chili sriracha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Cheeto Keto, you might Cheeto say. Cheeto Keto day. <laughs> yep. I, I, I think, uh, uh, but this, this whole thing now is like, now we're looking for those moments where we can use our reserve energy for something fun, as in going out dancing or doing a podcast or like hanging out and not doing anything or seeing friends. Watching an entire season of Ted Lasso because we found a day off. Best <laughs> fucking show ever. Except oh they God. don't play soccer, which kind of kills me a little bit. <laughs> you could tell she's serious when she does her finger. Just one finger in the air. Vic yeah. Victorville stare. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think this is really good. And, and I think this is something that we are very much, I, I feel like, um, maybe, maybe, a little, you, maybe you a little more than me, like uh, empathetic empaths mm -hmm. and feel the, the, the energy around and, and, mm -hmm. and, and like feel the weight of it, like literally. And I think sometimes when we have these moments where we're just like, okay, we did all the things we meant to do today. Tomorrow will bring a whole new set of things to do. Mm -hmm. But right now, we're, we, the goal has been met. We're not doing anything. We're just relaxing. Like, everything's chill until tomorrow. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I think this is one of those moments. That's why it's really, really good to recognize that. Don't recognize what just happened so much or what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. You've got to realize where you are right now. And where we are right now is we just lit some sticks that smell funny. And we poured some brown liquid you should not be putting in your body, but it tastes really good. And we hooked up some microphones, and hopefully five or six people are going to listen to this and be like, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> One would be great. One would be great. Uh, I think we, we talk a lot. and Hence the podcast. Yeah. I mean, this is like a small fraction of the shit that we get to. But I think that 
one of the recurring themes, at least for myself, in that you know I've I've been continuing to produce shows, and we we yeah. did shows outside with a limited capacity, and that felt really good. And now we're back inside, and the shows have been selling out, and they've been amazing. And I'm finding that I mean we we talked before about our artistry in mm. one of our earlier podcasts, totally. and and I find that it's been definitely harder and harder to find what it means to be an artist and mm -hmm. to find the time to be an artist and to feel creative. And I think that we've all been traumatized over and over again for yeah. the past year. And I know for myself, I'm alwa always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, okay, it's going to happen. Like, we're not out of the woods. What's going to happen next? Yeah. Like, it's, <coughs> it's really hard to feel that... There has been progress when we hear that there hasn't been progress. And, and I know for myself, and I'm sure other people feel this as well, and I, I think Michael Gamble put out a post recently that, I, I, that resonated so much with me because it was exactly what I was feeling and mm -hmm. is that it's so hard to put things out there as an artist these days because it feels like nothing matters that that artistic thing that brings us joy is so small in the scheme of the world, in the scheme of people getting mm -hmm. sick and, and dying and all this political drama. And I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I feel like these little moments where maybe we're talking to a camera and a microphone, but we're being super real and having a real conversation are like, so incredibly meaningful because they matter, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's us talking about things that are important to us. And exactly. Um, in the scheme of all this chaos, it's like a calming moment. Mm -hmm. Well, it's our chaos. It's the it's the yeah. it's the it's the torment of our mind. It's the prison of our soul. Like it's like everything about it is just like it has to be meaningful to you. It's sort of like um, philosophy in general. Like if like is is everything meaningless in the world? And like, but if you deem it to have meaning, then is it worthwhile? So it's like even the smallest little like that we may sense like a, a feeling of like pettiness of like oh man, I wish I could just do a fucking swing out with somebody <laughs> else. Like, yeah. But you deem it to have meaning. You deem it mm -hmm. to have a, a substance, and it means something to you. And I think that's important. And like again, it's not that before or after. It's that now. I wanted that feeling to have that moment with somebody, and then so th there's that there's that cyclical. Then it shares. Then it snowballs. And it's like if I'm feeling this way, I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. And that sort of makes me feel a little bit better. And I know it's really hard for a lot of people to to understand that and feel that. And it's like it doesn't matter about those other people. Like it matters about what I'm feeling right now. It's like but I know. Like that's what makes it good. Is that you're not alone in this. There's there's a reason why every fucking song out there is a sad song sometimes. You know, they, like you can't help but feel like, oh my god, this person knows what I just went through. Yeah, I I it's funny that you said that. <laughs> Sorry. What? No, somebody somebody shared a funny meme today that was <laughs> that was like when you listen to a, oh, a yeah. sad song over <laughs> yeah. and over yeah. again, knowing that you're torturing uh -huh. yourself, uh -huh. but it like it feels so right in uh -huh. the moment. Uh -huh. <laughs> I feel like it's that exact thing. I I that's like the downfall I, I feel of Spotify. Because like <laughs> iTunes tells you how many times you've listened to that song. <laughs> if you have your iTunes out, just hit that little hit that how many times played, and you'll see which one. It's usually a sad song. Let's be honest. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a playlist on Spotify called The Saddest Songs of All Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Window to my soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I, I, I think it resonates. It, it, the happiness and joy wouldn't be worthwhile if we didn't know what the depression and the sadness and the want yeah. actually feels like. Because how would you know? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, amongst all of the other things we've learned mm. this year, we've also had to deal with our own emotions and, and how they affect us and mm-hmm. fucking crippling depression when it when it gets to the point where, like, I just want to hide under the covers and do nothing. Yep. And I've got all of these things to do, but nothing else feels right in mm. the world. And we get up and we do it anyway. And I think that anybody who's feeling those things over this past year or is currently still feeling those things, like I, I think it's super important to know that everybody is still dealing with the same issues and that um, you're not alone. Nobody's alone. We're all, we're all still dealing with it. And exactly. it's, it's really interesting as artists because that's typically how we, we get it out. Like we, we go and we express. Right. And that's a way to, uh, to cope. And then when you take that coping mechanism away, it forces you to like face it every right. day. Takes the the blanket off of you. And you're yeah. Like face the world. It's that shared PTSD. It's that shared trauma that we've all experienced now. That like we all have our own individual take on it, but it's all still that shared moment where we just lost everything that we were building, or it felt like it at least. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's it's that's why. Um, you were saying this earlier where it's like that's the old world and this is the new world like i don't i mean that slightly as a joke because it sounds funny but like at the same time it's meaningful because it's like that's what happened before yeah we're doing now that's the new stuff that's what counts Mm -hmm. like if we don't do anything with it then all that year was really for nothing then yeah but if if i can use everything i have like i i i do believe in a little bit of faith i do believe in a little bit of like understanding what's going on around me and like seeing little signs sure but when 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 a number pops up and it happens to be the number that you have in your bank account you know and it's mm. like ah oh, i didn't touch that money for 6 years mhm you know like it's yeah. there's something to it and i'm like this is meant to happen that doesn't say that I'm like always like this will work. <laughs> Steam ahead, all the way, everybody. Yeah. Buy more tights, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, it's it's <laughs> it's it's tights and shoes. Tights That's and like shoes. those are the things. And and the shoes and the, and the taps that go along with it. And, and Valley shoes as opposed to, to, to but the point the shoes. You don't know. Anything. I don't, I don't know, know point shoes. Is, but we know somebody who does. But I mean. Know it, and they sound great. Okay, but like, but then we gotta pay up. <laughs> you know, it's very easy <laughs> to fall under the weight of it all. <laughs> but you can have a little fake it till you make it, and steam yeah. forward a little bit. Yeah, I I kind of didn't believe in that that saying for a long time, and then I started realizing that now, like I f- I apply that to my life. That's <laughs> yeah. I think I That's did. Showbiz, I did a. Baby. <laughs> then showbiz, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I think that that's relatable in every aspect of life mm-hmm. because you know, anytime you get into something new, you're faking your way there. Yep. You're learning, mm-hmm. and then uh, you figure it out, and you grow, and you grow, and you grow. And I, I think that if we've learned anything over the past year, the past twelve years, like I said, like you just gotta fucking throw yourself at stuff and hope that something sticks and. Yep hope that you grow with it and hope that 
people come along for the ride and mm-hmm. that's it like it's every, every, taking risks is everything to me mm-hmm. like i feel like if you don't take every opportunity that comes your way you never know what can happen i think the idea that taking every risk for what it's worth Figuring it out in the middle of it is also really important as well. Like, I think <laughs> it's really easy for us to be like, just go for it. Like, <laughs> but go for it knowing that you can always just be like, I'm out. I did as much as I could. And you know what? That's not for me. Or, right. or wait a minute. What if I changed it and did it like this instead? Like, you can be that source of inspiration just for yourself. And, and I feel like in this conversation, like, I have not felt like I wanted to dance, but I felt like I don't want to lose it. Yeah. And, and that's really hard. And I told you the other day, I was like, this is still important to me, even though I'm, I, I'm not doing it the way I, I used to do it mm-hmm. or I'd like to be doing it. But I realized that, yes, I am going to miss out on, on some dances and I'm, yes, I'm going to miss out on some dance opportunities, but I'm doing it for this other reason. And that's what I deem to be important. That's what I want to happen. I had so many other times, instances where I like pushed myself over, like, no, I got to like not be there for for birthdays or celebrations or family get-togethers or friends or whatever, mm. or friends' weddings, like, things like that. Like, I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to go do this crazy little gig and who knows where because that's what I want to be doing. And that's the same energy I'm taking out. I'm putting it somewhere else. And it's just that realization right there. It's like I'm not necessarily... N- I am missing out on a thing I used to have, mm-hmm. and that knowledge will always stay with me, but I'm doing it for a better reason. And I feel like that empowers me a lot. Um, but it still sucks sometimes, for sure. It does. It remember Joe's? Remember Joe's? Remember, yeah. God, I miss Joe's uh, so remember much. Joe's. Remember fucking, I mean, like we were supposed to go to this gig in Germany uh, in two weeks. And we're just like, uh, it doesn't feel right. And also, like, we yeah, have this new business venture. Failed. And it doesn't make sense. And the thing, but the thing is, is like, I'm going to say very clearly, it sucks to have, have missed out on that because it was super awesome and it was going to be a great time, but it's for this reason. And these are the right reasons to, to say no to something. Yeah. You know? We tried our best. We were like still thinking about it. And we're like, ah, no. <laughs> yeah. Ah, God. That's what I'm saying. See, that's what I wrote it down. In our notes, it sucks. It says it I, sucks. It so. says we have to be. We we've been so lucky to have each other and dance with each other for these last two years, which is almost two years now, almost two years out of eighteen. Of, out of eight, well, no, no, I meant 17, 17, 17. 17. But I I meant these last two years were I just sucked horribly. Yeah. And two years have feels. Been bad? Sorry. <laughs> but it feels like we have to make space for other people. Like, yeah. not to say that it we're old or that we're retired or anything like that. It's not about that. It's not a definition. It's just, like, I know that there's someone else behind me as hungry as I used to be for that one thing that I, I it's right in front of me. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want it. I'm going to go over here and do the other thing that I want. I'm going to let these other people come up and do the thing that they want a mm-hmm. little bit more. And that feels good. But also, it sucks. <laughs> It sucks. It sucks. You can feel two ways about something and have them be polarizing and still be an okay person. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's just like choosing to go dancing or not, you know? Yeah. You can choose to go to a vaccinated event Mm -hmm. and have a great time. 
And you can also choose that that's not right for you. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. But we're still making these choices exactly. and, and doing what we think is, is right for us. And, <sighs> and saying that, like, we've hinted at it before already that uh, Atomic Ballroom is now having, as of last week, right? Mm-hmm. As of last week, we're having Tuesdays and Thursdays out of seven nights of social dancing of different styles of dances. Different communities, different, different personalities, communities. different cultures. Tuesday, which is swing dance nights, which is Lindy Hop and Baboa right here for now. Maybe Collegiate Sag in the future. And Fridays, excuse me, and Thursdays, which is West Coast Swing, uh, led by uh, the ben. amazing Ben Morris, um, who's been a, an amazing uh, partner to bounce ideas off of throughout this whole We gotta have Ben on here. Yeah, exactly. We've talked about them before. Yeah. And I think it's been crazy, it's been scary, it's been amazing, it's been so cool, it's been so good, it's been so strange, it's been so stressful, it's been so like rewarding to have these two nights because in California, when the June 15th came around, we were supposed to self-attest, which is basically the honor system, is we can't, we can have the whole ballroom be completely masked and have that be okay. We can have everybody vaccination only and find some way to have everybody prove it. Or you can self-attest, and we were doing self-attest, which is most everybody did it, like Costco Mm -hmm. did it, like restaurants did it, everybody did it. But nobody knew until that day what that meant. And what that is, is, is just, I'm going to come and do a business. And they're like, hey, do I have to wear a mask? And you s- just tell them, like, only if you're vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, then you have to wear a mask. And the person goes, okay. <laughs> they don't have to answer a question or anything. Yeah. So we still have those nights. That's the self-attest nights, which is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. But except for two nights, Tuesday and Thursday, we have a vaccination only. And we just made up a way to keep track of it for ourselves at Atomic. And it's been very rewarding and very stressful at the same time. But uh, yeah. I, I, I will say this from my point of view as an, my, myself as the still outside perspective, because as much as I am manager, I'm not the owner taking mm-hmm. all the liability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to tell you that that is the most bravest thing I've ever seen you do. Like not just make the decision, but it's to answer everybody's email when you made it so public and said, this is what we're doing. And the thing is, is it doesn't come lightly. It's not like you, you said it in a way that is like, slap your face, get the fuck out of here. We're doing vaccination only. Ha 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 ha. Like, it's like, hey, we're doing this. We're choosing this because of these reasons. Yeah. But we still have these are the nights that are open to everybody. It's, it's really hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah. And like, I know what I want and I, I know what's right for me. And I, I also know, you know, the ins and outs of the business and how mm-hmm. to make things work and how to make us survive. And I don't know how I'm, I'm still trying, but uh, let me tell you that the response has been very polarizing and people are angry about vaccination only events and they love to tell us about it. And I, it's, it's really hard, you know, as a business owner to hear, um, such angry, hateful responses, but at the same time, I know that those people that are sending those kind of responses are just the loud ones, mm-hmm. and that the the ones who appreciate it are the quieter ones, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll show by coming in the door. And um, that goes on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, of this issue. and it's it's really hard, but we're we're trying to do what 
is right and and makes the most sense and mm-hmm. um, is the safest and you know we're not out of this situation by any means and um, I can tell you from a small business owner's perspective that small businesses need you they need you to order from their restaurants they need you to uh, buy from their shops they need you to invest in your future with them because Otherwise, we don't exist. And there's there's no way that every small business isn't going to be in massive debt for the rest of their lives. So just keep that in mind when you go to order something off Amazon the next time. Maybe mm. you can stop into a small shop and, and pick up the same thing, even if it means going out of your way. Because there's there's a saying that like every time you place an order with a small business, so the owner does a little dance. And it's true. It's true. It is very true. It's very true. It's for us. It's when we hear a little tap on the machine. It goes ding. ding. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I think. um, I think the idea that um, helping out small businesses is is something to be understood in in the dance world, at least in the Lindy Hop world. Um, I don't realize we said it in a way kind of before, like. Atomic may seem corporate, but really it's not. No. It really, it's not. And <laughs> it's and it's, 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 re- it's and really... Mikey and Shasha are little staff. It's trying to figure this shit out one, one weird email at a time. And I think people need to realize another thing about the Lenny Hop world, maybe just in America, really. Um, off the top of my head, I can only think of two places that are dedicated, majorly dedicated to swing dancing and the vintage arts and uh, pushing forward uh, black American voices in the scene. And one of them is in Baltimore Mm -hmm. and the other one is here in Irvine. Mm. And I think before any of you out there listening writes another email, one, one side or the other, please realize that there's a lot of places that are, don't have a say in it and don't have a stake in it. Maybe they lose a night, no problem. They'll find another YMCA, they'll find another dance venue, find another restaurant, they'll find another bar to do their thing in. And that doesn't make it less than. But what I'm saying is there's a different situation going on where there's a livelihood, a life, and like so much more than just Lindy Hop. If you think of it in the scheme of every single dance that you know of, finding a home, that's Tom Ballroom. And that is so hard to feel that like we're trying our best to do the best possible thing for everybody in the situation not trying to be petty and not trying to do the thing that like uh, fuck it all we're just gonna do this no it's like taking into consideration every goddamn email tens of thousands of emails went out in one day tens of thousands I won't say the exact number tens of thousands and about I would say 20 came back. But that was from both ends of the spectrum. And I'm saying that in the sense of for and against vaccinations and this whole situation with masks and everything. Um, I got to see them all. I consider myself extremely privileged to see this and see Nikki work her fucking magic writing these emails and making them answer back so politely. Thank you for your time. I love when somebody sends an email and they're like, <laughs> fuck you, fuck this, fuck that, yeah. fuck you. And I'm like, thank you for your kind response. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for taking the time. 
to write us back. Uh, yeah. And we can joke about it all day long, but those kind of things, like small small business owners, especially brick and mortar fucking business owners, mm-hmm. like, ugh. It's it's one thing to rent space one night a week, like Mikey said, but another thing to like have a space, have a home for dancers. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's it can be really really intense, and those those emails like cut deep because you really do try to do your best for the community and for the people around you, and and try to make everybody happy. And there's just there's no way to do it. There's nothing worse than to make a decision that feels so right, but just a little bit of wrong, and someone tells you you're wrong. Mm. And then that little bit of wrong ends up being everything. Mm. You're like, fuck, wait, did I, did I, did it, did I do it? Yes, you did. You made the right decision. Mm. Yeah. And here's the thing it's like, it's not done, like you said before. This is the whole thing is not done. We're not out of the woods yet. Far from over. But at Atomic Ballroom, you can have it one way, and you can have it the other. Whatever you want, it's there. There's plenty of nights where you can go swing dancing and do it in the way that you want to be doing it. So, so come on Tuesdays. Yeah, so come on Tuesdays. Because <laughs> we're going to have a jar of the stat again. <laughs> I swear to God. It's the Atomic Summer Concert Series. I swear <laughs> to God, I used Canva, which is like a graphic design thing, makes everything really simple. It's like a plug and play way before this in the old world and mm-hmm. I was like just scratching the surface and now I'm like using it in a whole different way but there was like this whole time I didn't use it for a while and I was like do I know how to do this? Yes I do. If you, don't, if you don't know what Canva is and you're a small business owner I highly recommend exactly. you jump on it because it's awesome. Yes. And we can always tell who uses it because we yeah. see ads on, <laughs> the same ads. ads on Facebook. We're like ah, <laughs> ah, ah, ah I know that one. You can animate them. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> they yeah. used the pop one. That was a good one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, everybody, that's, uh, we're going to wrap it up here, but that was uh, our, uh, session. This is actually no, not much, just a little rap (laughs) sesh, a little therapy sesh, a little clink and clank sesh. You always finish first. I know. It's Hibiki though. Chokes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you everybody for listening. We hope you had a great time. Usually we have some questions. Life philosophy, I think, is, has been spoken. I think we discussed it over and over yeah. again. The thing we, I, what's the thing you hope about uh, COVID? That sticks. Oh, the thing that I hope. I think that our guests have said it over and over again, and I want to reiterate. I hope that the kindness that people feel, uh, I think the willingness to to support small business sticks around. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time you're going to go to Nordstrom's, think like, where's that little boutique around here that I haven't seen before? Um, I think that, I think just being more mindful of mm-hmm. the people around us and the places around us. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think it's very similar, but it's kind of a little more direct. And I'm speaking directly to like the Lindy Hop community. Not the not you guys, we take advantage of situations and take advantage of the places that we get to dance in, but give in more, give back more, involve yourself more. I think we have, Atomic has been through a long phase of doing things the the Atomic way, and now it's just 
we're going to be as open as we can be and inviting and seeing who's out there. And I feel like we've succeeded with that on so many different levels, even just with the barely little bit of in, in the swing dance community or Liddy Hoppers and West Coast Swing Dancers as well, involving people in there and, and, and not just like being like, come to me when you're ready. You're like, you, you're ready to jump in. You're jumping in now. Mm-hmm. Put you in the game, kid. You know, and, and like really pushing out there. And I want more of that. Because we're not going to be traveling a whole shit ton for a long time. So if you want to be a traveling instructor, better cut your fucking teeth right now at their local ba- local dance. Either yeah. stay and pick up afterwards. If you know anything about lights, set up lights. Can you pick up a speaker and put it on top of a, 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 a tripod? That's the thing. See, if you know what a tripod is, set it up. If you if you know a if you know a guy that knows a guy who knows who has a, a pipe and drape put them in contact together. Can you DJ? Can you think you can DJ? Do you have any music on your iPhone? Like all that stuff. Can you run a computer? If you can run a computer, you can run the front desk at Atomic. Like there's mm-hmm. so many little things that, that could just help. And it's not like it's going to take up your whole rest of your life. I'm not asking for a life commitment, but what I'm saying is from my point of view, when I learned that, I learned that in my thirties and I was already doing it way earlier at Atomic. And that's what makes me feel so good about being back there again because I started as a shithead instructor that didn't care. And then I became a shithead instructor that cares more. <laughs> Take that time. <laughs> I think it's okay to want more out of your scene leaders also. Totally. L- really you know, examine the values of the people that are representing your community and be where you want to be. And that goes, I think, for both in the burlesque as well. Like, I say dancers and I say Lindy Hoppers a lot, but I really mean that in both worlds, and I, I don't think there's that much of a difference anymore. There's a lot of people that feel artistic, and they want to show it and they want to prove it, and that's awesome, but you got you to gotta see what goes on around you so you can really be really informed on how to do your thing even better. That being said. That being said. Uh, I'm going to finish this whiskey because <laughs> I so felt slow. so good. I know. It's so tasty. <laughs> so tasty. Uh, everybody, this is Palo Santo. That's Nikki Marvin. This is Mikey Padrosa. And uh, this has been Rhythm and Booze. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Palo Santa Maria, Jose Cuervo. Christopher Columbus was an asshole. (laughs)